You know, there are so many stories that are about underdogs. Underdogs and overcoming, and I love those stories. They're fantastic. We just watched uh, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Uh, it's a great family movie. And those stories just, it does something to us. Um, we love the guy who's pushed to the very brink, to the very edge of what he knows he's capable of, uh, what he has... Um, the feelings he has about himself and the grit that, that we see, we see them come to the very edge and then we see them overcome. And it's exciting. And it gives us hope. It gives us hope. It makes us feel like we can overcome. You and I love these stories, these overcoming stories, because of kind of the culture we grew up in here in America. We admire the people who can, you know, pull themselves up by their bootstraps we, uh, we, we admire that. That's how our American culture and our values really, uh, we value those things. We value people who can do that. Have you been influenced by the culture around us? Have you been influenced by some of the American uh, culture that we see? And, how, and have you examined it? I've been thinking about this for the last few years. I gave a, a message um, a few months ago, maybe maybe 18 months ago or so, about how the American culture affected me in a way that I really had to, I had to really examine and see whether it was good or not. Because really, our Christian values should impact who we are, not the society around us. So I think about these stories of overcoming and the stories of grit and the stories that are really inspiring. And it's great, it's, gr it's great to be inspired by those things, but there are times in our lives that we don't have any more to give. Have you experienced these, these times? These times where you are absolutely and utterly exhausted and you feel like, I, there's just, I have no more. This is it. I am at the very brink. There are situations that we come to in our lives where we find ourselves crying out to God because that's all we have. That's it. They are these moments in our lives where we can say we want to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, but we don't have anything left to give. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, we'll read Paul is writing here at the very beginning of this book. He's writing about some experiences that he himself had, had gone through. And he's telling about the God of all comfort. And he says here in 2 Corinthians, I'm going to read this out of the, the uh, New Living Translation because I think it's, it's very clear here. It's just a little bit, it'll be a little bit different than what you have. So he's talking about the God of all comfort. But then in verse 8, we read this. We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble that we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure. We thought that we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God. I mean, this is fascinating because, you know, we think about these stories where someone is completely overwhelmed and they dig in and they find it in themselves and they overcome. And that's not what Paul is saying here. 
you know, I, I look to this story and I think, man, I'm glad he was writing to people who cared about him and who prayed for him. And I'm glad that he was, you know, safe in the end. And I'm glad that he overcame and I'm glad that he wasn't alone. But what I struggle with is the part of just letting go. That's, that's the hard part. Letting go of your own strength, your comfort, your personal well-being and just saying, well, you know what? Whatever happens, and just give it all to God. That's the part that I think is very hard. I think that's very difficult, because I think like an American. I think that uh, whatever your mind sets to do, you can do it. You can overcome. Work hard for things, and you will achieve what you put into it. Aren't those some of the values that we are raised with in our culture? Those are the things that we're instilled in at a very young age. We want to be self-sufficient when we grow up, right? We want to teach our kids to be self-sufficient. These are the values that we see around us. But Paul said we did not rely on ourselves, only on God. And that sounds great. That sounds great in theory. <laughs> because it's hard. It's hard to let go. It's hard to not worry about things that you're going through. It's hard to not really feel the pressure around you, and say, you know, i, I got to find the strength. And I think Paul here gives us a clue on where we should go. Now, this is a situation that I know some of you have, have been through. We know exactly what Paul is going through. When you're pressed on all sides and you have nowhere else to turn and you have exhausted every bit of strength that you have, every resource that you have, there's nowhere else to go but cry out to God. That's the only place, and, and some of you have been there, I've been there, we've been there. This is not a normal everyday trial. He is absolutely overwhelmed. I think back to the man who uh, needed his son to be healed, and he knows his weakness. He knows where he was short, and he said, I believe, but also I need you to help the parts that I don't believe. And that's the part of letting go, I think in some of these situations that we find ourselves in. We have to know our weaknesses. So what is the balance between finding sort of the strength we have within ourselves? That's sort of the, the philosophy of today. You know, just find, find your inner strength and faith. What is the balance between them? Let's go to Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17, and verse 5 says this, I have, the, I have the ESV, it'll sound just a little bit different. Thus says the Lord, verse 5, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. He's like a shrub in the desert and does not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places in the wilderness, in an uninhabited land. I just recently got done watching the show Limitless on, on um, Disney+. Plus. I don't know if anyone's seen that. It's about uh, uh, an actor, Chris Hemsworth, and he's older. He's feeling older as a, as a dad uh, with young kids. And so what he's trying to do is find out where his weaknesses are uh, as a human, his health. He wants to know about his health and his stress levels and how he can sort of uh, 
make sure that he has a long life to be there for his kids. Um, and, he, and in the middle of this, he finds out that he is, he takes a DNA test and finds out he is very likely to develop um, Alzheimer's. Both sides of his family have it in his family. And I think the show, it was, it was kind of encouraging uh, the, the way it ended, but the pursuit, I think, feels noble, right? I want to do everything I can. I want to do, make all the healthy choices. I want to uh, alleviate all the stress that I can in my life so that I can live a long life. Taking care of yourself is good. I think it is good. But how much control do we actually have? When we go home and drive home today, how much control do we have over everybody else on the road? How much control do we have over our, our, our um, pre predetermined genes that says, you know, we'll get this disease when we're a certain age? How much control do we have over that? We don't have control over very much when, you're, when you really think about it. When we look at our lives, we see where we've overcome and it makes us feel pretty good. We've seen things that we've achieved and we feel like, man, I'm doing pretty good. It's hard not to look around and be proud of our accomplishments. Now back here in Jeremiah, cursed is the man who puts his trust in mere humans. Now here, Jeremiah is writing to a people who put their trust in everything else but God. They put their trust in kings, they put their trust in the nations around them, and they put their trust in other gods. And it says that we're cursed if we put our trust in mere humans. Does that include ourselves? Absolutely. If I put my trust in just what I can do, does, does that make it, uh, is that not good for me to do? Yeah, I think so. This is the same section of scripture we see in verse 9 that says that the heart is deceitful above all things. How can I trust that? But verse 6 here says that if we trust in man, including ourselves and our own abilities, we're like, we're parched. Like we're someone who doesn't, who can't, who can't drink enough to be filled, to be nourished, to be strengthened. But on the contrary, verse 7 through 9, the person who trusts in the Lord is planted by water as planted by water. The roots are sent out to the stream, and that person, verse 8, or verse eight does not fear when the heat comes because the, you know you're going to get filled. You know that you're going to get replenished. Paul, in his letter, he was in a place where he was feeling the heat. He was feeling the heat. Now, he said after that, we stopped relying on ourselves and we relied on God. How do you get that kind of trust? Does it only happen when you go through difficult situations? Can you only reach that level by going through very difficult times and having nowhere else to turn? Because I want to have that trust, and I want to have that trust before those difficulties come. If you've been through a serious trial, you know that desperation, and you know that you only have one place to go, and you know that you can't trust mere man, as we read here in Jeremiah. So how do you build that trust before days, those days come? I have thought about this for quite a while. It's to be thankful. 
If you're in a time of peace and blessing, be thankful. Now, what does that do? When you start to think of God as the giver that he is, you really stop boasting about your own achievements. When you give thanks to God for the successes that you have, you stop ascribing everything to yourself. And then you start to see how God has worked in your life. He sees the char- you start to see the characteristics that he's instilled in you. He see- you start to see the gifts that he's given you to overcome. You see the life experiences that you've gone through and you've built strength through those life experiences. And then you start to see his hand and the things that you weren't able to control. I mean, every breath right now that you're not even thinking about, God is sustaining. Remember King Nebuchadnezzar in Dan 4, and he looks, I, he looks out at his great city and says, look at all this, thing, this, this that I've created by my own mighty power. I have built this beautiful city. We look at that and we laugh because we see that he is basically immediately humbled. But that's a person who's not relying on God. In all this, I'm not saying that we're sort of mindless vessels, that we don't have free will and that we can't choose and that we can't find strength. But what I'm saying is us who have aligned ourselves with God and who have made a commitment to him, Do you rely on him? Or are you relying on yourself? When you and I start to see God's hands in our lives, gratitude will come easier. In the good times, start noticing the good that you have and give thanks for it. Because there are times that we will face persecution, trial, uncertainty, health problems, difficult times that will be overwhelmed. In those moments, we will call out to God for relief because we know that he hears us. So let's call out to God now in thanksgiving. Let's make it a habit to consider our lives and attribute the good that we have to the loving Father who gave to us. And when we do that, we're going to create the ability to stop relying on ourselves and start relying on God. Now, the last statement that Paul said in 2 Corinthians, after he said that we will rely on God, he said, we stopped relying on ourselves and relied on God who raises the dead. Now, he was worried about his life, and maybe sometimes reading that, you're like, well, that seems to come out of left field. But I think what he's saying is that the God who has the power over the last enemy him we can trust.